Brand Builders. I hope to see you live and in person at this fall's sixth annual Social Brand Forum. Digital marketing smarts in the heart of the heartland, right here in Iowa City, Iowa. Join past on-brand guests like Jason Falls, Melissa Agnes, Marcus Sheridan, and more. Listeners of the show get the best rate when they use promo code ONBRAND. Learn more and register now at socialbrandforum.com. Welcome to On Brand, a podcast for brand builders by brand builders. Here's your host, Nick Westergaard of Brand Driven Digital. Hey, brand builders, have we got a show for you. This week's guest is Hamilton Perkins. Hamilton Perkins is the founder of the Hamilton Perkins Collection, an e-commerce retailer offering designer travel bags at an affordable price while holding the highest standards of social and environmental performance, accountability, and transparency. Hamilton Perkins Collection has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, The Washington Post, and Money Magazine. Hamilton Perkins Collection has hosted trunk shows at Bloomingdale's and was the winner of the 2016 Virginia Velocity Tour Business Pitch Competition hosted by the Governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Prior to starting Hamilton Perkins Collection, Hamilton was an investment advisor at Merrill Lynch and earlier worked as an analyst at Bank of America. He has also served in a leadership capacity with various nonprofit organizations and has been recognized for his volunteer work and service hours assisting low-income populations. Hamilton is also a contributing blogger for the Huffington Post. Hamilton, welcome to On Brand. Thank you so much, Nick. I really appreciate being here. Well, as I was saying before we hopped on, I, I love talking with brand builders of, of all sorts, but especially uh, those that are, you know, the founders themselves that can talk about some of their vision and insight. And the other interesting thing, I think, is that not only are you the founder of a company, the creator of a brand in your own right, uh, but it is a brand that bears your name. So it's an interesting intersection of a, a startup brand, a personal brand, um, and so much else. So uh, we're on an elevator. I uh, am told that you have started the Hamilton Perkins Collection. Uh, presumably it's a long elevator ride as I think about this. But uh, how, how did you get here? How did you, uh, what, what got you to where you are today? Yeah, it was a personal problem that really got me here. <laughs> I basically, I was looking for a bag that I could travel with and that I could be excited about. And at the time, the bag didn't really exist. So I looked online, I looked in department stores, figured out that the only way to get this bag was going to be to actually manufacture it myself. So I sourced uh, materials, uh, created some samples, uh, ended up pre-selling it to uh, classmates. I was going to William & Mary at the time, getting my MBA and had pre-orders, uh, eventually moved that to online and ran a Kickstarter campaign. We had a $10,000 goal. We hit the goal in about a week. We had a six-month lead time before we could actually manufacture the products and deliver them. Um, we ended up, uh, like you said, uh, we won the Virginia Velocity Tour. Uh, that was a a $25,000 grant from the governor of the Commonwealth and a venture capital firm called Village Capital. Uh, we, we closed the year out at Bloomingdale's in New York City, where we hosted uh, a one-day trunk show, and we had a really uh, kind of, you know, home run there and came back to Virginia, um, shipped out all of the pre-orders to the early customers, and 
uh, started our e-com store and, you know, from there kind of uh, just have been building our inventory and kind of really solidifying our relationships with our, uh, you know, suppliers and manufacturers. Uh, and, and, you know, that brings us to where we are now, kind of planning for uh, for this holiday. We're really, um, you know, we're just thankful as a team to uh, be able to work on uh, the, the projects and, uh, you know, to, to do what we do. So in in thinking about this, I love the uh, I love the genesis of the story because I think you know whether you're talking about marketing that you create, stories that you tell, products that you create. I think that sometimes recognizing that need of well, I need this, and presumably, I mean, it doesn't work all the time, but presumably, there's more people like me. So let's 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 take a shot at this, and you're really you know aiming for you know, making that, that desirable product. So I, I, I love that, love that story. Absolutely. So what led you in looking at the blank sheet of paper? Well, obviously it's probably not blank. You've probably sketched out an, an idea for this, uh, this bag that needed to exist. But in looking at that blank sheet of paper when it comes to branding, what led you to this needs to be um, a personal brand or, or a connection to at least your own personal brand uh, beyond this should be, you know, XYZ bags? Yeah, I think um, I think background kind of played a lot in that. Um, you know, my background, I came from kind of the streetwear world. So, you know, I worked in boutiques. I worked in kind of wholesale. I did trade shows, uh, interior design. So I had a lot of consumer insight, a lot of consumer behavior uh, and consumer research, like kind of under my belt just from being a sales associate and a sales manager and a key holder, you know, standing on my feet 12 hours a day. So um, kind of seeing, you know, the kind of trends that are happening um, specifically around kind of waste and trash. I mean, you know, billions of plastic bottles get thrown away every year, uh, tens of thousands of billboard vinyls are uh, either brought into service or brought out of service, uh, creating more waste. And, you know, consumers really starting to look more online and look for more out of the brands that they support. And it starts to say a little bit more about them. And even from a brand and like kind of individual standpoint, you know, we're much more connected now. We have far more friends, uh, uh, whether they're real or digital. And, you know, that creates this kind of sense of, uh, having to be unique, having to stand out, having to not uh, necessarily be in the same club as someone else from a brand perspective. Back back in the days, it was, I will, you know, look like someone else and I'll, uh, you know, be in the same, like, brand as they are, like, logo-wise. And, you know, now it's, like, much more about, you know, kind of not being a billboard for someone else necessarily, just kind of expressing yourself and kind of tying my personal brand, I guess, to the company brand, I, you know, I... For lack of better words, I mean, I think just I've always had an aesthetic uh, direction or kind of design perspective that I, you know, wanted to get across and like contribute. Um, and to me, it was always a collection of like, uh, you know, contributions of others that, you know, had either inspired me or influenced me in, you know, some shape or, or fashion. So uh, the only way to really kind of appropriately name and uh, kind of brand what I would be working on, you know, I thought would be Hamilton Perkins collection. So that's kind of the genesis of the name. I, I went through a lot of names, uh, 
you know, even uh, before that, I, I ran a blog. It was called The Luxury Pursuit. And, uh, you know, I think that looking at the work that I was doing at the time, I mean, I was really covering uh, most of the high-end brands and kind of like bringing that uh, to audiences that hadn't really uh, discovered uh, some of the things that they were working on. So I think brand is, you know, for us, it's been, you know, re- it's worked out to really have it be the name that it is. Um, it, it stands out. There's not like, a, you know, as far as I know, there's no other Hamilton Perkins collection, uh, <laughs> you know, collections out there. And, uh, you know, I think it it's something that's memorable uh, for the most part, um, you know, and, and it's personal. And I think that that creates like a certain connection, uh, you know, to our existing audience and, you know, new audiences as well. Well, that's a, that's a great point because I, I do think there's something to the seeds of connection that we as people are, you know, strive for likability as do, as do brands. And I think when you do have kind of a, a, a person out in front and then also as the, the named entity of the, uh, of, of the business brand itself, I, I think that you, you have some better tools to to start building that connection with. Yeah, totally. So you were talking about um, all of the waste, and I, I think that that's another thing not to to lose sight of with your brand, because I, I think it, it almost sounds like as much as you know. If the the quick way of saying it is that you, as a consumer, were looking for a bag that didn't exist. It's the, short 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 story the okay well why didn't exist it sounds like a very big piece of that is the sustainability is all of the the waste that you were seeing and i think that as another factor as we talk about you know as you mentioned people connecting with brands that it's you know less and less of a a basic transaction oh i'm gonna i'm gonna give them money. I really don't care what they're doing. Uh, we like brands, not just because they say clever and funny things, but because we know a little bit more about who they are and and what they're doing um, as well. How has that meaning that you've kind of crafted into really who Hamilton Perkins Collection is as a brand? Um, how did that... It was? I'm assuming that was a part of things from the get-go. Absolutely. And, you know, I think our bet is that, you know, the industry has been producing uh, products for customers uh, the same way for several years, you know, a long time. And what we think is that the future should really include like a sustainable material to make those products. And we really chose basics, you know, as kind of a blank canvas, um, kind of literally or figuratively. It gives us a way to um, kind of like create a future where, you know, products are made from something that's been either recycled or upcycled. You know, it's just kind of one of those things that kind of 2019, 2020, 2025, 2030, like it's kind of just not acceptable to only make products out of like the, you know, the normal kind of uh, the normal textiles and, and yarns and fibers. So. Uh, we weren't going to be able to solve this kind of great dilemma overnight. Uh, we did partner with Thread International, who had already been working really hard on uh, kind of, you know, creating sustainable fabric and canvases and uh, jersey knits, um, while at the same time helping 
support dignified income opportunity in uh, less developed nations. So, um, you know, our bags are actually made from thread ground to good fabric. Um, we use upcycled billboards like you might see on the side of uh, the freeway or in a downtown area. Uh, we cut and sew our bags in Haiti. So uh, we also, uh, you know, have now expanded into shirts and our shirts are also made from the recycled plastic bottle fabric. Uh, the, the blend is a 50% uh, plastic and then 50% cotton blend. And uh, they are, like I always like to say, they're 100% comfortable. Uh, very soft hand feel, um, you know, no lack of quality. Um, and that's really the thing that, from a brand perspective, I think we uh, we work on every day really hard to uh, get it across that um, even though they're, uh, you know, made out of something sustainable, it doesn't mean that you're losing style or you're losing quality. Uh, because in the consumer's mind, that's kind of like, that's always been the status quo. Like, you know, it's always come across as very crafty or maybe not cool, you know, and that's what we want to do. We want to make uh, sustainability like cool, you know, we want to make like, sustainable basics so to your point uh and your question that, that it was always our mission was like to have good values about what we wanted to achieve and you know we feel like we're just getting started well that's uh, interesting uh, so many different things there but i, I guess i got I, I got uh mentally lost on a tangent when you were talking about some people assume that things that are sustainable aren't as aren't as aren't as high fashion and it, for whatever reason all i could think of was you know when uh, when when I was coming up and in elementary school I remember, like the first reams of like oh you can buy recycled notebook paper, and it looked kind of dirty. It looked yeah. uh, it looked kind of kind of scuzzy and and it was and and I, I I think that that was like the the for a lot of people that's a headspace that they're trapped in of oh the Absolutely. it's got a nice story but it doesn't look as nice. And I, I love that kind of intersection of, I don't know if it's, I don't know if you say highly sustainable and high fashion or, or, or what you call that, but it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool space to play in. Yeah, and I mean, you're absolutely right. I think it's just like something that is a big brand problem to, to you know, for uh, for what we can kind of tell. I mean... There's no reason that, um, you know, sustainability can't be, uh, you know, kind of elevated. So that's that's pretty much what our role is. Um, you know, we try to make it a very seamless, uh, you know, process for our customers uh, being able to check out at our web store at HamiltonPerkins.com. Uh, we try to keep uh, fresh images and, uh, you know, just new content uh, kind of going through our Instagram feed. Our handle is at Hamilton Perkins. Um, and now starting to eventually get into, you know, different markets and a physical uh, presence. So kind of partnering up with retailers so that customers can see what we do online. We follow, uh, you know, kind of like where people's attention is and, you know, try to surprise and delight them there. But then at the end of the day, uh, if you want to come in either to our showroom in Virginia or uh, in a city near you, you can go to a retailer and uh, you can actually experience the product in person, and you know if it's for you, then you can always purchase the product as well. So here's another question that you know you mentioned a, a brand problem, and boy, as you were when I was uh, when when I took things in the direction of of old recycled paper, 
Um, I, I think the other thing that is really compelling is your story. I mean, it's it's a lot your product story. It's a lot more than oh, we have the little environmental symbol and we buy some fabric that's a little more sustainable than most. I mean, uh, cut and sewn in Haiti and and just it, it is a comprehensive story. And I'll bring that back to. Um, I don't want this to seem glasses half empty, but the problem of a complicated story is that that it's that it's maybe hard to tell. So so how do you do that? How do you make that a part of your various brand touch points? You know, I think it's about kind of going to the essence of what we do, which is you know we're we're a bag company, we're a basic company, we we sell basics and. It, the story from a brand perspective has to kind of start there. So, you know, what what do we do? We do style with a purpose. Uh, how do we do that? Well, we use uh, one-of-a-kind lining. So, uh, basically, we're manufacturing uniquely designed, eco-friendly travel bags. You know, they're handcrafted by Haitian artisans. Uh, they're trendy and sophisticated. There's bold pops of colors inside of every bag. Um, and... You know, there's art. You know, there's a there's a certain art direction um, from each bag that you know, like at an at the end of the day, a, a customer can kind of get their own sensibility across in the bag, and, and that's that's something that um, you know, kind of communicating that it does come down to um, kind of like you know, design is the very first thing because if it doesn't look good or if it's not like a good quality customer you know isn't going to buy it and they don't want it uh it could be a great like social impact story it could be great uh branding but if it's not like a good product um it's, it's not gonna sell so after that you have to kind of take into consideration like kind of quality uh price point is it affordable you know, our bags are come in under a hundred dollars so they retail at 95 uh our apparel we have shirts that are right now starting at $25, crew necks, v-necks, just basic shirts. Um, and then, you know, the final piece of that is like kind of the social impact story and like, you know, the fact that, you know, we're creating income opportunities and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're trying to do a little bit more than, uh, you know, like you said, just, you know, manufacture a product, but uh, we want to make a product that basically helps from a social and from an environmental standpoint as well. So, you know, this year we've uh, recycled uh, close to about 18,000 plastic bottles in the first half of this year, just kind of, you know, getting, you know, getting things going. And you know, last year we, you know, made a couple hundred bags. This year, we're, our, yeah, this year we're, we're moving into uh, a few thousand bags. And then, you know, by next year, you know, we expect to ramp up uh, to cross the 10,000 bag uh, mark. So, uh, you know, I think having... Um, the core of what we do like really be like kind of the first thing you know and that's you know we're a bad company and then you know after that um you know we also have some uh you know things that kind of enhance our overall mission to kind of uh evolve uh the the idea of the sustainable basic so are there touch points that you think are most important to your brand story uh surely the product itself but uh in terms of you know where you're able to really get into it with that uh with you know the big story of, of how the products are made I, I presumably uh that's a big part of of your website 
Yeah, I think, you know, from the fact that the product is made out of recycled plastic, you know, that's a big touch point. Um, you know, it's uh, it's created in a unique way with the billboard vinyl. Uh, you know, that's a, another kind of touch point or pillar. You know, and then, you know, the third thing is kind of the, uh, the impact, you know. So, like, you know, less carbon emissions from transportation, uh, you know, less waste, uh, you know, more income opportunities. These are kind of the, the key touch points. And, uh, you know, we, we still, you know, we, we, we are kind of straddling the fashion industry and uh, where that intersects with uh, kind of travel uh, and, and where travel uh, kind of overlaps with, uh, you know, kind of business sustainability. So kind of like in all three of those, uh, you know, kind of areas is where, you know, we've basically started to see that there's a big white space. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, there's opportunity for branding and uh, there's opportunity for, you know, us to kind of make a difference there. So what's next? What are your kind of big goals as you look at where the brand is now and where it needs to be? Yeah, I think so every single day for us is a brand exercise and we're always working towards, you know, creating, uh, you know, the, the vision. Um, you know, we totally have a vision for where we want to be and, you know, what we want. We just want to, across the entire customer journey, just continue to refine, continue to improve, you know, continue to, uh, you know, kind of work, uh, you know, work with our customers. You know, we started with that. You know, we had a very collaborative design process in the early days uh, where we brought uh, potential customers in and uh, got ideas from them and, you know, shared, you know, they shared feedback with us and, and we created products based on their uh, specifications. Um, so, we, you know, we'd love to, you know, continue to do more customer appreciation uh, events in the future. And we've got some really cool things planned for uh, all of the content that our customers are creating for us uh, out on social media, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, YouTube, etc. cetera. Um, you know, but I think, you know, just from where we want to go, I mean, we, we want to, um, you know, continue to like, uh, like reinforce our, our concept of, uh, you know, a sustainable company um, that's making uh, eco-friendly products. So, uh, you know, every single day is just like working towards that overarching goal. I love the your, your point about uh, incorporating customer ideas, because I think that that's another kind of key modern building block of brands today. I mean, you, you have something that you stand for, which I think is, is huge, but I also think understanding the role that your people play in that and kind of the dynamic change in how we, you know, that it's not one way marketing at our customers anymore, that they're doing exactly what you just talked about. And that's incorporating you know, ideas that you're getting uh, from them, whether that's directly into products, whether that's into events or other aspects of the brand. Because I think that when you take that or you know, present that feedback opportunity, uh, what you're really doing, big picture-wise, is making people uh, a part of your brand. Absolutely. And in, in that same way, I mean people can see themselves in the brand. That's what we want to continue to do. We want to continue to be consistent and continue to, you know, come up with new ways to help, uh, you know, people kind of see themselves in our brand. 
Well, I, I think that's, you know, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, I think that's what everybody's trying to to do as well, to, you know, find some way to, um, to again, you stand for something, they care about what you're doing. Uh, that's a great first step. But if people can feel like they are a part of that mission themselves, um, then there's there's really more done than not. Totally. So as as uh, as we begin to uh, to think about wrapping up here, I, I realize that I may not have prepped you for my my one gotcha question, or maybe I did, and I just haven't had enough coffee on this uh, this <laughs> this lovely morning yet. Um, but uh, I usually wrap up by asking for a brand that has made you smile recently. So this, uh, this, and, and that wow tells me that it, it was indeed unprepped. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but really just looking for who are those brands that you look to that when we talk about some of these traits that, you know, you've aimed to emulate of, you know, standing for something. I, I would think if you look at it through that lens, you know, who, who are the brands that have kind of drawn that uh, a similar ethical uh, line, I don't know if ethical is the right word, that, um, that you are looking to emulate as well, whose, whose commitment you admire. I mean, probably a no-brainer, but it's going to be Tesla Motors, or now it's just Tesla. Um, I think from either uh, courage or uh, vision, um, you know, tenacity, however uh, you kind of shape the lens or look look through the lens at, at their company and their brand i think you know there's a lot there's a lot to learn there and there's a lot to uh you know kind of be inspired by and uh to respect um in, in such a you know from where at least i come from uh you know like a very uh difficult industry i mean every industry is difficult but um i would say uh you know just nothing but uh, respect and uh you know kind of admiration for what, what they do that is a great example, and I was actually thinking of of Tesla as well in terms of you know similar marketing approaches in that you are kind of eschewing what else is uh, kind of traditionally done in your uh, in your respective sectors. So I, I would say that that's very much evident in what you're doing. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt about it. So, Hamilton, where can folks uh, go to learn more about who you are and what you do? Nick, everyone can find me at HamiltonPerkins.com. We would love to hear from you. And we have uh, prepared a uh, discount code for the audience. Oh, cool. Um, if, at checkout, if you just uh, enter on brand all one word on brand you will get ten dollars off of your first order um we would love to hear from you we would love to hear reviews uh feel free to leave a review uh you'll also uh, get another five percent off of your next order um if you share it on social media you'll get another ten percent off your next order so uh you know we'd love to just get you to try try us out and uh, let us know what you think and uh we we do appreciate uh this opportunity thank you so much Awesome. Well, we will certainly link up to that in our show notes. And thank you so much for the uh, 
the promo code as well. That's on brand for everyone listening. Thanks, Hamilton. No sweat. And before we go, I always like to flip the microphone around to our community. Recently, we got a shout out from Jeff Morris. Joe Morris, rather. Well, I'll give a shout out to Jeff Morris. I'm sure there's one out there. But Joe Morris, J Speedy Morris 22 on Twitter, gave us a shout out for our episode featuring Michael Brenner, in which he retweeted it about employee advocacy and noted, teach them to fish with the little fishing emoji. So an attention getting <laughs> shout out as well. And a reminder that you can find links to everything that we talked about over at onbrandpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, and RSS. Speaking of iTunes, if you like what you're hearing, head over there, give us a quick rating and review, help others find the show. And remember, On Brand is brought to you by my book, Get Scrappy, Smarter Digital Marketing for Businesses Big and Small. You can order now at Amazon and check out GetScrappyBook.com for special offers and extras. Until next week, I'm Nick Westergaard, and I'll see you on the Internet.